Welcome to the Celebrate Recovery Talk It Out podcast. Talk It Out was designed to help those struggling from hurts, habits, and hangups get a little extra boost in their week. From the Word of God, the CR steps, principles, and literature, we will meet every single Tuesday to talk it out about recovery. Thank you so much for joining us today and keep coming back. How's it going, everyone? My name is James, and I'm a grateful recovered addict, child of God set free from the bondage of addiction and depression. Welcome to Talk It Out, the podcast where we meet weekly to talk it out about recovery. This is the third part in our bonus Get Involved series about serving in your purpose. If you have not listened to part one and two of this, please go back and listen to them. You're not required to, but it will definitely help you out for context. Make sure you are following wherever it is you are listening from. We release new episodes every single Tuesday on Spotify and YouTube. If you're on YouTube, smack that like button and subscribe with all notifications so you never miss an episode. It costs nothing to follow us and helps us out so much in the long run. We're about to dive into our episode on serving, but first let's say the serenity prayer followed by prayer. God. Grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Father God, we thank you for this day, Lord God. I pray that this podcast speaks and reaches, Lord God. Help us to be fed and led, and help us to go into our ministry in whichever way you find fit. And just forgive us where we fail you, Lord God, and continue to let us go into our purpose. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. So now you're ready to step in. It's time to serve. You've listened, observed, prayed, got guidance, and now you're absolutely ready to step into that purpose God has for you in your ministry and in Celebrate Recovery. Starting out can be tough. Learning how to deal with people and learning how to serve in the area that you have chosen The main thing is, is that you continue to ask for advice and make sure that you're fully capable of taking on this load. If you're an introvert like me, it can be very hard whenever you first start serving in a ministry to just flat out deal with people. There are two things that I learned that can really help some of you. Not all of you, but it will definitely help some of you if you get overwhelmed with social anxiety and dealing with people. Now, you may be different. You might find it easy to deal with people, and you might find it easy to step into your purpose just right into it because it's just something you are used to or you were ready for it. That doesn't mean that this information given in this episode is not good for you, too. This information is for anybody, including myself. So point number one when it comes to dealing with people is eye contact. It's very important whenever you are engaging with people in ministry that you make eye contact with them. This is something that I struggle with, and I have struggled with it for a while. And I told myself over the past couple months, like mid-conversation with people, I think to myself, hey, look that person in the eyes when you talk to them. Because I've had two or three godly men say, hey, look me in the eyes. You're worth it. You know, they would say, you're worth it. Look me in the eyes. Three different people not knowing that the one had told me and the other one didn't or whatever. Make eye contact with people. Now, like I said, this might already be completely easy for you. 
but I'm just putting it out there for people that could struggle with it like I have in the past. But the second point when it comes to dealing with people is just try your absolute best to remember a detail about that person. Their name, something that they told you they were interested in, the shirt they have on, something that they are struggling with that you can check in on them later and see how that's going. Something that you can bring up the next time you see them to let them know that you are interested in serving them. Let's say you are a door greeter at church or just a greeter at Celebrate Recovery or you're just greeting someone in general, having a normal conversation. You could say something like, man, I sure like that shirt you had on with the Hawaiian flowers on it Thursday when I saw you. That thing was nice. Just anything to show that you care and that you pay attention to them. And this isn't fake. This isn't a false way of living. You're not faking your way to make it. You're really practicing how to care and how to learn people. So eye contact and remembering details about a person can go a long way in helping you in your social anxiety. If you struggle with eye contact, it could take some time and practice. It's something that you should remind yourself of when talking to someone. And you may look away, but always remind yourself to look back and engage. So now let's get into serving. No matter if you're a door greeter or someone who just greets someone at the coffee area, it doesn't matter if you're baptizing or you're holding the towel for someone to get baptized. It doesn't matter if you're the one speaking at CR or if you're the one giving the principles at CR. No matter how you look at it, you're serving. And to serve is a very important responsibility. And you are privileged to have listened and observed enough to want to do what you are stepping into. Be persistent, but don't be persistent to the fact that you wear yourself down. I will tell you from personal experience how that can happen in a little bit. But I've come to learn that it's okay to do one or two things. I'm currently the maintenance man full-time at my church as a job. I lead Celebrate Recovery. I lead small group. I, re I read the principles or do whatever's required of me. I make the coffee for every church service and Celebrate Recovery. And I help out on the baptism team. I do quite a bit, pretty much anywhere I'm required to be. But even still, I'm not overwhelmed. So that brings us to our topic of discussion, or our next topic, balance. Balance is the only way that you can take on a lot and not get overwhelmed. So make sure that you manage your time and your schedule. Recognize the times whenever your meetings are and when church are. The times that you are available to do whatever it is that you need to do and time to rest. We have to come to a place to where we have some type of Sabbath. A day whenever we can just rest, take time, and have a break. Because although we may think it or not think it, ministry can be just as overwhelming as anything else. But if you know your time, it won't happen. Know your time. Don't take on a ministry that starts at 4 in the evening and don't get off work till 5 in the evening. Know exactly when you can flex your schedule to make it work. So the main thing is to have balance when you have work time and ministry serving time. You must balance that out with recreational time. Go fishing, go bowling, play sports, jog, work out, or if you're me, record and edit a podcast because that's something that you like to do recreationally. Balance your time out with something you like to do. Like I said before, serving in ministry is not a job. It's an offering. So make time for your job, make time for your offering, 
and have some me time. Give yourself some time to enjoy life. Some people, including myself, I was this way for a long time. And if you're this way now, you're not alone. But when some people are fresh in the church and fresh in recovery, they want to put all of their time into church and into recovery and think that recreational time is going to distract them from that. Yes, serve as much as you can, work your job, read as much literature as you can, learn and study, but always have some time for yourself. The fact of the matter is, as long as you're prayed up, as long as you stay in your literature and in the Word, enjoy your life. Take some time for yourself, because doing and doing and doing, whether what you're doing is going to overwhelm you with ministry or literature or anything, if you put all of your time into it, it's just as bad as putting none of your time into it. Wow, I'm going to say that one more time. If you put all of your time into something, it's just as bad as putting none of your time into something. Give yourself some time to take a break, and you can't go wrong with serving. Getting overwhelmed can lead to a lot of things. It can lead to failing. It can lead to stress. It can lead to giving up. It could lead to relapse or return to the hang-up. Whatever it is that you struggle with, getting overwhelmed could lead you back. So make sure 100% before you step into and start serving that you have time and energy for it. But for every position you don't have time, there's one that you will have time for. So explore your options. Find the ministry that's fit for you and your time. I served in a ministry or the life recovery program that I talk about so much on here. I got the chance to serve as a leader in that ministry when I was close to graduating. I worked the front desk in the office, did all the computer work, the paperwork, answered the phone, dealt with the people, gave them their medication. I had to write people up so everybody disliked me on top of it. I was the cop. <laughs> this position was one of the most overwhelming things that I ever had to deal with. There was a door that people had to knock on to come in the office, and the dorm was connected to the office where the leaders on staff had to sleep in to watch it. This program housed 70 to 80 men, 60 of them in one area and the rest of them in another area, but they all came to the office when they needed something. I would hear all day long and sometimes throughout the night when they needed something, it got to the point to where I would hear the knock in my sleep. So although I was serving in ministry, I didn't have any time to really pray or worship or have time for myself. Because besides the little bit of sleep that I would get, the rest of my time was spent dealing with being a leader in this program. And when we would all go to a church service, us leaders would sit in the back row with the notepad and had to focus on what all the other people were doing rather than what was going on in church. I was so overwhelmed and tired and was so glad whenever it was time for me to graduate and to get a job again and live a normal life. But that's another one of those things that I realized when I had actually dealt with life, it was so much easier than having to deal with control. I got used to that feeling of being tired, so used to it that I can still feel it when I talk about it. It was the most wore out I had ever been. Although I gained some really good serving experience in the ministry, I had no time for myself. 
But today, if you see me in a meeting or church service serving the way that I do with persistence, you know why. It's just embedded in me to serve that way. Don't get overwhelmed whenever you serve. Serve and enjoy your life. And serve in an area that you enjoy doing. And if you tried it and you don't like it, go into something else. The ministry leaders will understand. But if stepping out of your comfort zone will help you veer towards change, stay in it. What I mean by that is, let's say you're a door greeter and you have to go to church one day to greet. And then you decide, well, this service, I don't feel like dealing with people. So I'm not going to serve in that area anymore. If you feel that way, it's probably because you need to work on your people skills. And you should probably stay in that area. So don't get confused when I say, if you don't like what you're doing, go into something else. If you benefit from being uncomfortable a little bit, then stick with it and let God work. Learn balance and control. In the first episode of this podcast, which I listened to recently, and golly, have we come a long way since we started, guys. I'm so grateful for what God is doing for this podcast. I just want to take a minute to thank God for this. Wow. But anyways, in the first episode, I talk about The Karate Kid, which is probably my favorite movie of all time, the 1980s version. I talked about Mr. Miyagi's training towards Daniel, but there's one thing Mr. Miyagi taught Daniel that I didn't talk about in that first episode, and that thing was balance. Every little bit of Miyagi's training was revolved around balance. But there was one thing that he told Daniel that would stick with anybody who watched this movie. You will see that Daniel thought that the principle of balance only applied to karate. But Mr. Miyagi tells him at one point, Lesson for whole life. Whole life have a balance. Everything be better. Remember to work, serve, give God your all, but always have some time for yourself to enjoy an appropriate recreational time. Today, I encourage you guys to serve. Remember that serving is an offering. And when you serve, give it your all, but don't get overwhelmed. Have some balance in your life. Thank you so much for listening to the last episode of this Get Involved series. We will have another series coming up in the future during season two of the show, but we really hope you enjoyed this one. Please share it with somebody that you know needs it. And wherever you're listening from, please follow us. We release new episodes every Tuesday on Spotify and YouTube. And if you're on YouTube, smack that like button and subscribe with all notifications so you never miss an episode. It costs nothing to follow us and helps us out so much. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's bonus episode. And we will see you Tuesday. Keep coming back. Thank you.